It's the Jeremiah Show. Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. My very special guest today is one of my favorite people in the whole world. Love to have her on this show when she comes back pretty much every year now. It's like a, it's like a, uh, like a, 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 a long lost friend. Her name is Lauren Freehoff. She's a singer and a songwriter. Uh, she's graced us with her presence and her music from nearly the beginning of the show of this show and i've watched and i've listened uh, as she has shared her life through her music over at least five years if my math is right and like only the very best singer songwriters can i can truly say that lauren's music has impacted me through her lyrics and her and the music that she has brought to the show brought to my life to the to, to all of your lives the listeners out there um over those years she's added thoughtfulness and the pure enjoyment of good music to my life please help me welcome back to the show our good friend lauren freehoff hi lauren hi <laughs> so nice to see you again this is like a yearly <laughs> habit now yeah i'm so glad to be back it's so nice to have you back and, and god i love the music you've given us two songs um, and I just want to say that, you know, here at the top, if you just if you're just tuning in that we're going to play both of Lauren's new songs in their entirety, which I never do on the show. Um, but, but we're going to do that with your song. First up, we've got Broken Shrines, which is an NPR tiny death submission for 2023 and was written, arranged and performed and the video on YouTube which you can go check out now was filmed by Lauren. You do it all, Lauren. <laughs> um, and yeah, go to YouTube right now if you can and, and check out Broken Shrines or, or, or uh, you know, tag it and go back to it after the interview here. But it's a really great video, beautiful song. I, I was playing the music uh, before the show and then um, a couple of people commented on that were passing by commented on wow that is beautiful so uh, i i totally agree it's really great let me uh, ask you a little bit about tiny desk this is your second submission um broken shrines and you also say this was your last song that you wrote in 2022 which completed your debut solo album which has yet to be released and uh, we're going to talk about that here in a little bit but explain for for the listeners um, a little bit, and for me even. I mean, I know what Tiny Desk is, but I love to get as an artist get your perspective on it and why it's so important. It seems like it's some of the very best artists in the world are on Tiny Desk. Tell us a little bit about what Tiny Desk is, Lauren. Well, NPR is um, they have such a great community for um, musicians that they've built through the tiny desk program and so i think it's really cool that um, they have they hold this contest every year um uh and not just for the you know giant artists like you know lizzo and taylor swift which those are amazing so it's it's really cool that um indie artists kind of have the um opportunity to take part in that <laughs> how do you take part do you sub you submit a song like broken shrines right and then what what happens so um it's a contest only one person gets to perform at the tiny desk um but they i think this is kind of recent in the last years that they've held the contest but they have a top shelf and there's two episodes um i think bobby carter and bobby boylan bob boylan and bobby carter sorry um they uh share their top picks in an episode and then bob boylan and two other artists that they bring on share their top picks and um last year uh, i was very fortunate to um be bobby carter's pick 
Oh, wow. For Top Shelf. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Um, and so what does that do to you, uh, for you? I mean. You know, it's, it's really validating to have um, people and producers at NPR, you know, listening to our submissions. And um, it meant a lot that um, I was one of the top picks last year. Um, Fragments of a Stranger is um, a song that is very dear to me. And so um, it, it was really cool to see it on uh, Top Shelf. Yeah, congratulations. So you've submitted your new submission for 2023 is uh, Broken Shrines, which is just a beautiful song. I referenced that in the in the top of the show here. And uh, at the end of this segment, we're actually going to play Broken Shrines, um, the entire song. So stay tuned for that. It's coming up here. Yeah, that must be very validating as an artist, because uh, how many submissions do you think land at Tiny Desk? I, I think a lot of artists submit every year. I know all my friends do. And it's really cool, too, because NPR puts all of the um, contest submissions into YouTube playlists. So you can kind of go through and um, watch the other artists and connect on Instagram and social media. And so it kind of builds this awesome community of um, independent artists. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's one of the most, uh, I don't know how long it's been around. And I, I really, like I said, I don't know a lot um, of the background and, 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 the, and the rules uh, since I don't have any great songs to submit. <laughs> I, I don't know that side of it, but it really is, I, I think, one of those places for independent artists, as well as like you, you said, you know, the top music artists out there right now. It's a place that really has respect um, for, you know, for music and is respected by not only musicians, but the listeners. Uh, so again, for you to be, for your song, I'm not surprised at all, but it's just uh, what a, what an honor, right? I mean, and, and what did you, when you got the news, tell me about how you reacted and where you were and what happened. Well, I had never submitted before. And um, so I was really excited. I didn't exactly know what it meant <laughs> um, at the time. And then when I watched episode one of Tiny Desk Top Shelf, which is when it was featured, it was um, Bobby Carter and Bob Boylan like reviewing their favorites. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's that's so amazing that uh, they liked it. You know, it, it meant a lot. Um, Oh, so you didn't you didn't even get like a, a call or an email that you were selected? Actually, they did. They did send an email. Um, I just didn't. I didn't quite know um, what was involved. I'm like, oh, cool, top shelf. I, you know, I had no idea that it was, you know, what it was, and so uh, that, that was very cool. Does it change as an artist? Did it change, you know, um, followers, listeners? Did you get more attention brought to your music? I would imagine you did. I think I got a few. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, is there any way that we can help as a listener for Tiny Desk or is it all internal? It's all a voting within the Tiny Desk. It's pretty internal, um, I believe. But, you know, if, listeners and people watching want to you know check it out subscribe or comment if they liked it share it you know mm -hmm. definitely doesn't hurt <laughs> well you know we're gonna listen again at the end of the, the episode here the, or the actually the end of the segment but uh don't forget to go check it out on youtube and it's lauren freehoffs so i'll spell her last name f-r-i-h-a-u-f-s uh and it's the NPR Tiny Death Submission 2023. It's titled Broken Shrines. You can type that in. Um, and it's a good video. Great video of you. In fact, I, I recognize the background right now. In the video. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Same spot. <laughs> On our YouTube channel. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about. So we followed you, Lauren. And, and I feel so privileged and honored that we have. We've. We've known each other for a long time now, and and when you have something new to debut, 
um i thank you so much you come to the show and you you allow us to to premiere that for you um and and it's such an honor it's just it's been such a long journey in a short amount of years i know that you have worked so hard i follow you know you through instagram and your your blog and your press releases and things like that when i when we're not talking and i see the hard work the create the amazing people that you're work you're uh performing with that you're inviting to collaborate with and we'll mention them you know upcoming but uh the videos are just incredible the the photography everything that you're doing takes a lot of hard work take us if, if a listener's just being introduced to you on this show today can you take us a little bit through some of your your catalog and and your beginnings a little bit tell us kind of some of the milestones to get to where you're at now and and debuting you've got three new uh, songs coming out you've got broken shrines i mean you've got some you've got music and you, then your debut album this year right yeah yeah so take us from the beginning from your your beginnings as a musician if you would just give us a little recap of where you started and and some of the milestones up to, to today absolutely um you know i think music was a part of my life kind of since the beginning my brothers were um very uh interested in playing music and so i always watched them play guitar and piano um when i was little and that encouraged me to pick up piano and later on vocals and um which led into guitar and then high school um i got to participate in the school of rock i did house band um all stars and that's kind of where i learned how to perform and present myself and my voice and then um in 2020 i had the amazing opportunity to uh, be on NBC's The Voice, which was a wild experience. Um, I got to meet all of the coaches and I was on Team Legend and Team Gwen. And then over the past couple of years, um, which, you know, I, I think that really helped boost my, you know, uh, beginning of my career. Mm-hmm. which is uh i'm very grateful for um and i've just been performing and writing my own music um i uh was featured on npr tiny desk top shelf last year and um i've just been you know working to uh create this uh solo project that um i'll be releasing pretty soon do you know when you're releasing? Or are you going to tease us? You're not going to let us know yet. Well, <laughs> I, I'm still, <laughs> I, I'm still kind of figuring that out. But um, I should be having new singles off of it out um, in the summer. I'm really hoping. Um, for A lot that. of work, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of work. It, it's uh, you know, but you make it look easy when you listen it's just you know all that hard work is just um real pleasure to when, you, when we get to listen to you 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 came on and you promoted the latona ep which has three songs um we, i think we we premiered adeline adeline excuse me edwin and erica and june i think we premiered four right over the yeah year. and then um i think morrison we ended up recording and um, releasing a little bit later, but it did end up on that EP as well. So it's interesting to me how you, how you, you know, you, the different milestones in your career so far and the different time periods of your life. When did you, what, do you mind if I ask you how old you were when you were on the voice? I was 16. 16. That's right. I knew you were pretty young. And so, it you you've started your career young and then you and you've really all although you're releasing things very consciously very uh you know you you're professionally you're not just throwing out a bunch of covers and music you're really 
you really, it feels like you've got a, a, a really good plan in place and you've released some really great music, albeit, you know, we want more <laughs> of, of the music, but I, I like how you, the, the release um, strategy, you know, a single here or a single there, you know, one after other, then you've got the EP and then you, you know, you're slowly releasing songs now that will be on your debut album. Is there a strategy there or is it just let's keep producing music and reminding people and dropping it slowly, which I think most artists are doing these days, right? Even the, the big artists are starting to take that format, it feels like. Yeah, you know, I, I'm glad it looks like there's a good plan and strategy, to be honest. I, I feel like I'm blindly navigating <laughs> um, this whole release thing um all the time the covers were actually recorded last year um kind of as a fun side project and um it was songs that i played all the time and thought would be a lot of fun to um do a take on and then um the album's just been kind of coming to fruition over the last like two years i would say um uh, and I'm trying to come up with a good strategy for that. You know, I've been observing other artists and how they're kind of approaching it. Um, but I don't know. I just want to put as much good music out there that represents me as an artist and people will also relate to and enjoy. You know, that's, that's my biggest goal when uh, releasing something. It's all new territory, isn't it? Where you're yes. at, or music is is at this point. It's all brand new, you know. Yeah, almost, and it's yeah. changing all the time. <laughs> so it does look like you have a strategy, though. So that, I mean, I, I I bet you there are other artists. In fact, I when I talk to young artists, I refer them to you, Lauren. Oh, um, or thank you to look at what you're doing, and and because I think you do have a. Uh, the the image that you're putting out or the um the way you're releasing music and the way that you're it looks like you're very conscious of of the of, you it actually looks like you really understand yourself as an artist whether or not that's true and i want to talk about that because i know you oh yeah absolutely everybody but it does look like you know from the from an outsider looking in, in at you as an artist it looks like you know you know really what you're doing and and more than that you're really offering uh you know just beautifully written songs and then performed uh and and world-class musicians are joining you it's just really it's a, a really pleasure to watch 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 you grow and and release music okay so let's talk about the album let's talk about some of the songs on the album this you've said that this debut album reflects your journey and self-worth and image and can you explain a little bit this journey of self-discovery and this journey of self-worth what you absolutely um i think that it kind of the album as a whole now looking back on it as i listen to it and um kind of reflect on everything it's very much a coming of age album it's telling my story you know sort of as a very shy and agreeable person starting to realize all of these different things about myself and um navigating such a weird period in my life you know um especially during um, this day and age, I think that COVID and everything was a very strange time for me. And coming out of that was even more uh, uncertain and strange. So, can you, can um, you pause there for a second and, and yeah. explore that a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. Explain that a little bit more with me. So, I was actually thinking about that about you today when I was preparing for this interview. And I was thinking, you know, I was trying to actually look back at when did we first meet each other? So you, you put the, you know, 2020, I think it was the voice that 
We, yes. So it felt like five years to me, but it's three. Um, but I started thinking, wow, what a, you're a young artist. You are um, learning the way, learning the ropes and, and this uncertain new music industry. And then you've got COVID on top of that. And you're at the age where you should be, you know, really social and out, you know, I, th I think you were homeschooled if I recall, right? Yes. Yeah. But, but even still, you know, friends, that's the age you're at the age where there's, where it's social and your social relationships is everything. Um, and, and forming, you know, your opinions before adulthood on relationships and interacting. And then you've also, now you're doing music and you have the voices and then everything shuts down. And then even, you know, talking to artists that have been around for 40 years, they tell me after COVID, they, they really didn't know what to do. Like they wanted to perform. They just, that's in you, right? That's you. want Absolutely. So yeah, explain that a little bit more that what you were going through and what you were thinking as, as a person, as an artist. Well, I think I, I mean, I had a lot of time to myself to reflect on, um, you know, a lot of things about myself. Um, I realized that um, I didn't know myself as well as I thought maybe I had. And, um, you know, after this album and these two years, like, I think it really um, helped me learn about who I was and you know, that I'm probably going to be learning that for the rest of my life. But I think, um, I would say the first song that I wrote was at the end of 2020, it was new year's day of 2021, actually floorboards. And it was the first step into this world of, um, learning about my own opinions and, um, finding my voice. You know, and I think that's what the song really reflects on a lot. And from there, it's kind of a progression of me finding my voice and um, confidence in these different situations um, and aspects of my life, which is, um, it's pretty interesting to listen back and know exactly where I was at um, a certain point when writing these songs. Yeah, I imagine that's an a neat feeling and a neat um, memory marker of the time at your, of your life. Cause music is that way. I think for most people, uh, yeah, we don't, you know, I don't sing or perform or write, but music marks different times in my life. What are the, some of those things that you realize you'd, you thought you knew yourself, but you didn't know as well as you thought you did. Um, I think just, how maybe I would handle different situations. And part of that is I, I was still, you know, and I will continue to be navigating the unknown, you know, in relationships, in mental health, in, um, you know, politics, religion, all of the things, um, basically just navigating being a human, <laughs> yeah. but, um, just reflecting on a lot of experiences that um, forced me to really, you know, open my eyes and, uh, you know, uh, stand up for myself. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's never, I wish I could say it, it gets easier, but I think you'll be navigating that the rest of your life. But at least. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, at the time you're at right now in your life, um, what a great outlet that you have music and that you have that, that talent and that, um, you know, you've been given that gift that you share with all of us, but uh, that's time of your life. You know, this is when you maybe go to college or maybe don't, but most people your age are, are really looking at the world. Now you're, like you said, you're entering young adulthood and now you're, you know, these things will matter to you in your daily life. Right and how you react to them and what you think your opinions, you know, that you form. So it's an exciting, very exciting time. You, you talk about, you've also gone along as uh, this journey of discovering your image, you know, uh, you know, does this mean discovering the image or realizing what your image is as an artist or as a person? 
or both? I think it's both, oh. honestly, <laughs> because I think um, as an artist, you really have to present who you are in order to connect with people and um, present your, um, you know, best, the best version of yourself. Um, you can't really connect with people if you're not being real, you know? You know, that's a, that's such a great statement that you just made. That's how I think of you and your music. You're real. You come off that way as real. You know, it doesn't feel like that there's one Lauren, you know, that performs and then one Lauren, you know, I feel like we've had convers so many conversations that I feel like um, you are that solid, real person that you, that you sing about, that you, you know, you portray through your music. And a lot of artists have they have to have a gimmick, you know, and you don't have you don't have to have that. You don't need one. You're you're very real. Um, what is what are a couple of the things that you've learned about yourself through this time this period in, in your life and this time that you know, a couple of things that really stand out that you learned about yourself. And you know, I think um that I am a little bit of a, um, well, like, I think I mentioned this earlier, I'm very agreeable, which can turn into, which is good. That's not a bad quality to have. Um, but sometimes to a fault, <laughs> um, I think that agreeable people like myself tend to, you know, maybe get pushed around a little bit. Um, and then it becomes confusing because you have to navigate like, okay, well, this is what this person wants. This is what this other person wants. But what do I actually like resonate with? Um, what's, what would I do? And so I think finding that balance and um, listening to my own intuition was something uh, that I had to work on and um, kind of learn how to do. And I'm still you know, working on that, but uh, that was a big one. Mm -hmm. And that's growth, right? You're growing. Yeah. You're, this is where you're, you're thinking, you know, you had a lot of time to reflect to yourself and what do I want and what do, how do I want to be portrayed and how do I want my music to get out there and how do I want to connect with my listeners and my, um, the fans of my music. And then you're forced to face those, that other side, you know, and right. how, how do they, because when you, as you grow and as you gain, um, you know, an audience and you're going to be approached by so many more people that just want a piece of you. Right. Really <laughs> a solid foundation and knowing what you really want out of it is, is uh, so important. So I commend you on facing those challenges that you have Thank you. <laughs> and then you're writing about them. So I think it's really in a beautiful way. I love this is off of uh of um broken shrines but i love just the way you even start i'm going to read a lyric here but just the way you start the song is so is like you always think about that first line in a book a book you open up in the first chapter it's got to grab you right that first paragraph that first line and this just shows to me your skill as a as a songwriter and as a writer broken shrines the very first line so this is how it ends i mean that's just to me it's a powerful very powerful line that has so much context in it um just a fan such a fan of your writing and your Thank music you. richard are you trying i think he's trying to tell me to take a break real quick but we're going to do that and come right back i'm talking with lauren freehoff she's a singer and a songwriter uh, her, she's dropping a new single tomorrow. It's a cover of Radiohead song, High and Dry. And now I've heard this song for a, quite a long time. I heard, I never heard it though. So Lauren, your version is really, really good. I, I love how you, what you did with it. We're going to talk Thank about you. that and a lot more when we come back. Check out YouTube, uh, Lauren Freehoff's NPR Tiny Death Submission for 2023. It's Broken Shrines written arranged performed and the video filmed by lauren and you can go to laurenfreehoffmusic.com to find all her socials and everything else about her and and links to her music um 
at the end of the show, we're going to play High and Dry. It's uh, you're joined by musicians David Ochoa, Curtis Hawkins, Wes. Uh, what's Wes's last name? I he went off my screen here. A uh, Wes Barton and Andy Sido. Uh, Sido. Sido. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, one out of four out of five musicians. Yeah. All right. So High and Dry by Radiohead, first single to be released. It's dropping tomorrow, uh, Friday, February 17th. Pre-save on, uh, I'm going to give you the distrokid.com. Go to Lauren Freehoff, High and Dry. Now we're going to premiere for you the Tiny Death Submission, Broken Shrines, that we refer to. Uh, that's up right now in its entirety. Enjoy it. We're playing that instead of commercials. You're welcome. <laughs> and we'll be right back after the song ends. Lauren Freehoff. The stranger fogging up my glass Who I never even invited To stay And nobody knows When you're praying In a broken shrine My name is Lauren Freehoff, and you can check out my cover of Radiohead's High and Dry everywhere now. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hey, this is Jeff Stunk Baxter. We all need to keep our veterans, men and women who serve, who are on the wall and who were on the wall in our hearts at all times. Sometimes they need help. There are a number of organizations that are dedicated to helping our veterans. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected and that you won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you, to watch the show Sprung on Freebie, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, 
It's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hey, everyone. My name is Lauren Freehoff, and you can check out my Tiny Desk contest submission for 2023, Broken Shrines, on YouTube now. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Welcome back to The Jeremiah Show. A very special guest returning uh, Lauren Freehoff, good friend of the show, singer, songwriter, so talented. She's premiering High and Dry, which is uh, the radio head cover that we all know and love. But I got to tell you, I said it going to break and coming back right now. I got to tell you, we're playing it in about 15 minutes from now in its entirety to end our show. I never heard the song and I've hummed it, sang it, heard it for years. Right. But I never heard the song. So I love Lauren's version of of this song lauren let's before we go we talk about the uh musicians that play with you in these next three songs um let's let's talk a little bit continue if you don't mind we were in a conversation about your debut album which will hopefully be out 2023 um that's what i'm hoping i know it will be but uh, so you also talked about um the isolatory feeling of navigating mental health. And uh, I, I really believe that this is something that's mental wellness, mental health. This is something that we, the conversation has come up a lot more in the last few years and a lot, a lot with musicians. And I think it's so helpful that musicians and artists such as yourself talk about this. So I know it's deeply personal, but this is something that you've been navigating personally. And could you explain a little bit about what you were going through? Um, I, I just find it so helpful to talk about. I don't know if you might. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Listeners and people that are also, uh, you know, struggling. Yeah. You know, I think that um, I was in a very, um, I think as we all were, um, very uncertain place, um, in the last couple of years and also, you know, coming into adulthood, I was trying to find my true self in a lot of ways and felt like I wasn't quite, um, aligned with it, which, um, and I also, um, I do have, OCD. Um, so that was something that I came to realize actually during this project, you know, I just always thought that I was very, you know, weird. It always felt a little detached from people just because I, you know, didn't ever want to share uh, that part of my life uh, with those around me because I didn't really know what was going on and I just felt really <laughs> weird about it. Um, and I, I think I'm, um, sorry, I'm very grateful that I am a musician and a songwriter because I mean, I don't know how else I would have been able to express the feelings and things that I was going through, um, as concisely as I can through my music. You know, I am socially shy. I, I don't open up a whole lot, although I, I've, um, uh, worked on that a little bit, but the place that I really feel centered and safe is um, in my uh, creativity and music. And I think a lot of other artists feel the same way. You know, I don't know if you've thought about this and, and maybe you have, but when I'm feeling that way, when others are feeling that way, because we all feel that way at certain times in our life, no matter how good our life is, we have those doubts and we have those uh, fears and, and those thoughts creep in where I go, where I turn to for help and support and to feel better is through musicians and artists such as yourself and the lyrics that you write and, and, and sing um, become, I think for most of us can agree, they become 
the place we go to to feel better and for help and to understand things because you've gone through that and you've put that into music and lyrics that can actually uplift the spirit and and offer hope so i don't know if you, i mean what you do is so important um what you're doing for yourself to help yourself as an outlet and creatively but but you're helping others as well so i thank you oh well thank you you know that's that's my goal as an artist you know i i know there's um i i'm going through things that people have gone through on such you know deeper levels and you know i the human experience is full of ups and downs and i think music is meant to um aid in those really dark times mm-hmm. as well as positive ones you know i think it's it's a it's a friend for sure yeah for sure i like how you put that it's a friend i want to read some more of your lyrics if you don't mind from broken shrines i thought this was real powerful so do you love me like this a coward more afraid of her own reflection than of dying that way but you can't reach her now she's rising from sunken wreck you tricked her into becoming wow can you explain that at all or do you want to yeah yeah totally um broken shrines was but we mentioned this earlier it was the last song off the album and it actually felt like kind of a bookend to a time in my life or uh, the end of a chapter maybe that's a better way to explain it mm-hmm. um that was so uncertain and that song really helped me um see myself in a much kinder light and that verse especially was um written kind of in um in this state where i you know i'm just assessing the damage or you know the damage that i was creating for myself and uh pulling um all the pieces back together you know so on this debut album that we keep referencing does it have a title yet lauren it does actually um can you say it or no no yeah absolutely (laughs) no yeah i'll I'll totally share it um shadows in the soul machine it's it's a mouthful (laughs) shadows in the soul machine yeah shadows in the soul machine wow that's again right look at your writing your craft your way with words wow that's a great title so on this debut album as we've been talking about throughout this interview you're you're exploring entering adulthood and through your music and your writing and like i said you know from the beginning if you're just joining us we've been i feel like we've been with lauren through a good portion of her her journey as a as an artist as emerging artist and it's been such a pleasure to watch you not only grow as a person through you know the three or four hours we've had together on the various interviews but also and and then watching your life you know from your social media and and your press releases etc but uh when i read your uh, your i guess your um your description a little bit of broken shrines the song broken shrines and what you've been going through to get to this to release this debut album and you've been navigating all these feelings over the past year or so um i started to realize you know how much do we ever really know the other person and what they're going through that we that we admire we listen to or watch um over the years and I think we all put out an image of 
that, that shows us uh, in our best light, you know, strong, confident, successful, not ever hurt by people and things that happen to us as we navigate our day. And I feel like you're one of the most genuine artists that I've met in my journey of interviewing artists over over almost 600 now. Um, you and we all have to wear masks in a way. And you want to put on one mask to create an image as an artist. You put on another as a young adult and another in your relationships. How have you grown as an artist, a person, as a friend, and in per personal relationships in the past few years? And I think you've explained a lot about what you've gone through. But where, how are you feeling right now where you're standing as a, as a person? You know, right now I feel... I still feel like an observer of the things that I do. You know, I'm watching all these different, um, you know, parts of myself um, on a daily basis. And um, I'm starting to see them unite a little more. You know, I used to feel like they were so disconnected from each other. And I felt like, I was presenting so many different versions of myself. Mm -hmm. And I think the main takeaway from this project is you have a lot of parts of yourself, but um, it's okay to combine them, you know, because you shouldn't just suppress one part of yourself because um, of another part of yourself, or maybe someone knows you in a certain way um you shouldn't necessarily hide the other parts of you just because you think um other people want a certain you know version mm -hmm. that you're presenting so um, i don't know if i explained that very concisely <laughs> um it goes back to you being honest about yeah uh, and and uh, i think in the very beginning you talked about you got to be who you are to connect, really connect with an audience. And that's what the, I can feel through your music and through talking to you. Um, you're honest and you're genuine and we're getting the truth from you. And then, right. and that's rare. So. Well, thank you. <laughs> right. I mean, but it is, I, you know, I, I hope you don't mind a comparison, but I thought about you uh, in comparison to Joni Mitchell. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love her. That was it. She was introduced to me through my, my parents, like probably a lot of us. And, but the music, the lyrics and the music year after year, decade after a decade, it's honest, it's truthful. And it also is good music, you know? So it's all those things that are really hard to obtain. And I was especially listening to broken shrines. You're your own artist completely, but you have that powerful voice and and uh, artistry of of someone that's going to be around for a long time, like Joni Mitchell, you know, and an icon. I I just you've got it. Thank you. And um, I I appreciate your truthfulness. I appreciate your truthfulness today too with us, with me. Um, let's talk about because we're just about to premiere High and Dry. It's released. If you're listening to this tonight on the radio, it's released tomorrow on Friday, uh, February 17th. If you're listening to the podcast, you got till tomorrow. But I mean, thank you, by the way, for sharing. No one's heard this really, except for your your camp, right? So no, yeah, this is the, uh, the premiere. <laughs> yeah, we're getting, we we got an exclusive again with Lauren. I, I love it. Um, mention the the artists, uh, the musicians that you're playing with, if you don't mind. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, this is a wonderful, wonderful group of um, people. And I'm very fortunate that I got to um, have them on this project. But on guitar is David Ochoa, bass Curtis Hawkins, um, on drums Wes Barton. And um, it was produced by uh, uh, my producer and um, now longtime friend Andy Sitto. And it was uh, mixed and mastered by Jack Roberts. Why did you decide to cover the song? 
What did, what did it mean to you personally? I've been playing this one since the School of Rock days, and I'm a giant Radiohead fan. But every time I hear that song, I feel very moved by the lyrics and um, the emotion conveyed by Tom York. Like he's he's that's how um, you know he's one of those artists who is true to himself, very real, mm-hmm. and I am very inspired by his artistry. So this is just one that, I don't know, it's a song that makes you cry. And I think a lot of people uh, know this one. So um, I just wanted to pay tribute. Mm. Well, you did a great job and a great tribute because again, like I said, I've, you know, listened so many times, it almost becomes a part ingrained in you, you know, and then this one really made me listen in a new way your version of it so really great job with all you guys that all you guys did on this so this is one of three you've got so two more new songs yes you guys all did together right so you've got mm-hmm. to drop here some at some time in the future yes absolutely all right so last question for you lauren before we play high and dry um are you excited after all this we've talked about all the stuff you've been through and you're still on the journey we all are thank god we're still we're all still yes. here together figuring things out uh your music to light the way are you excited or are you afraid for the future i'm very excited with a hint of um maybe a tiny hint of like being nervous but um no i i'm very i'm very positive about the future yeah very hopeful good well thank you again good to see thank you, you. got to do this more than just once a year but i'll yes. take it. that's all you got you're very busy and can keep putting out the great music we really enjoy it uh we're going to premiere for you lauren freehoff's high and dry her version of the Radiohead cover uh really really good and again on youtube go to lauren freehoff type in uh broken shrines it's an npr tiny desk submission uh, and again, it's beautiful. We played it in the first half of the show. Lauren, final words. Um, thank you for having me on the show. And um, thank you for every, to everybody listening. This is, uh, you know, it means a lot. Well, thank you. Lauren Freehoff, singer-songwriter. Here it is. Kept you waiting long enough in anticipation. High and dry.
conversation you will be the one who cannot talk because oh, all your insides fall to pieces you just sit there wishing could still This is comedian Maz Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. Anymore.
My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, your loved homes. I love you.